Welcome back, everybody, to the Cloud Zero Sports Podcast. It's going to be episode 21. We are back after a crazy break that we had. But I am your host, Stephen Sockle, alongside my co-host, Antonio Delaguzzo, a.k.a. Poggy, how are we doing today? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic because we are joined by two other great gentlemen here tonight. There Let's he is, go. Don Estrella, <laughs> our co-owner and founder. How are you doing, man? Oh, fantastic. Glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad to see you here, man. There is Austin, man, the, the man on fire, picking everything correctly. He, he's back, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you, Crazy. You, you sound excited. Last really time you were on the podcast, you were, you know, what, 13, 14 of those picks, right? 13 and three last time. Yeah. Crazy. That's not Crazy. the Jello numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went 13 and three, too, but Austin's on No one cares. What do you mean no one cares? What you, you, did you get, like, four, right? What were the previous time? weeks, Steven? I would love to see the previous weeks. No, the pre- no, you're still ahead, but I'm catching up, man. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I'm catching up, man. I'm catching up. Well, did you start betting against the Broncos yet or what? When's that coming? Um, we'll get into that. So, Sweet. so we're going to be talking about just our locks for the week and our one upset. Then we're going to be talking some basketball. It is back. Puggy's going to explain to us why the Knicks aren't going to win tonight. All right. Why they're better than the Sixers. No, no yes. that, that, not that either. And then we're, Austin and I, we're going to talk a little baseball at the end just to for all the baseball fans out there, just to keep them happy. But yeah. we're going to start out with our locks of the week. And I guess we'll just go person by person, and then the commentary that we have, we'll just go based on the game that we pick. So, uh, Dante, welcome back, my man. You start us off. Who's your first lock of the week? First lock of the week is going to be the Rams over the Lions. I know that's shocking, but I Matthew Stafford is probably going to dismantle them. I mean, they're at home, and he usually is way better at home, and the Lions are – they're reeling right now. I mean, I think that they have good stuff moving forward, but they just don't have much going for them right now. They, no, gonna they get, don't. No, probably going to get even worse for them this week. Yeah, no, I agree. It's rough out there. It's it's getting rough. Rough's an understatement. Yeah. No Frank Rag now. Yeah, and now we are now we won't even get Taylor Decker back. He's supposed to miss the rest of the year. Oh, so, yeah, so the old line just – we're, we're losing pieces minute by minute. It's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's really rough out there. Looking forward to the draft. <laughs> got a long ways to go, man. But yeah, five months and six months away. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. We got some good talent at the top that's not quarterback. You got Thibodeau. You got Kyle Hamilton, Stingley Jr., the LSU man. Looking forward to the draft. Life of the Lions fan. But who else uh, Who else you got locked in this week, D? Who else can you guarantee? Uh, San Francisco over the Colts. Mm. Guaranteeing it, really? Why is yeah, that interesting? I, I like – I, I, the Colts, I mean, they, they had every opportunity to win against the Ravens. They blew every opportunity. Um, you know, Debo Samuel's been on a tear. Um, you know, Elijah Mitchell is going to be back. So, it's I'm pretty, is Jimmy playing? I think Jimmy's playing, too. I think he is. I, I think, think he said so. today. I think, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's back. So, I think he's going to – Shanahan's going to have the offense humming again and their defense coming off a bye. I mean, I, mean, I think they'll they'll take the Colts. Okay. All right. Who's your last lock? Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals over the Texans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't blame you. That, that it is very lock worthy. So, like, I, I'm looking here, and 
I don't see really. I mean, there's really not that good matchups this week. No, I know. I was looking at them too, trying to come up with the blocks. I just kept seeing the same exact like boring picks. Like, oh, they had, whoever's playing the Texans, pick the other team. Or whoever's playing the Lions, pick the other team. A lot of you the know. teams this week. I mean, they're they're like they only have one. They have one win, if not like none. So like, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's rough. very yeah, it's a very boring week. But yeah, Cardinals over Texans. Cardinals have been balling. Uh, Kyler Murray's probably playing at an MVP level. That's what I was going to uh, ask you. Do you think he's an MVP? You think he would be voted the MVP right now if the season ended? I mean, I don't, I don't see how he wouldn't be. I mean, he's got that offense humming. I mean, I know their defense is definitely playing a lot better than everybody anticipated. Um, but their offense has def- definitely stepped up, I think, into another gear. Um, I think a problem last year they had is they fell off at the end. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when people started to, like, kind of predict their offense, because I feel like it was really mainly ran through DeAndre Hopkins and they really didn't have other weapons, whereas now they have Rondale Moore, James Connors having a great year, Chase Edmonds is having a great year. Add um, Zach Ertz. And exactly. And Zach Ertz was just added. So I think that is that really helps – is going to help him out. And I think he's just, you know, his um, ability to run the run the football as well to, is another element that's pretty unstoppable at this point in his career. So, yeah, I would say he's the MVP front runner. I would say Herbert, but, I mean, he what happened to them against the Ravens, like, was terrible. Whereas what about Kyler Lamar? Has, Lamar's having a better statistical well. season yeah. than his MVP year. Yeah, Lamar's having a good year. Yeah, I just think – you guys aren't talking I, about Dak. No, I think that, yeah, I think Lamar, Kyler, Dak. I would agree those are the definitely front right now. Or the front runners. Yeah. Those would be top three if it ended. What about Derrick Henry? Where is he falling there? You think he's these you guys see more crazy production out of him before yeah. you would consider that? Yeah, I mean, like, there's no I don't think there's ever I, I there's I mean there's probably sure there's been a couple, but I've never seen in my lifetime, someone run the ball like he does. Yeah, I mean, that's Adrian what people Peterson, are saying. Of course, but his just ability, he's 6'3", and just the ability to take off at any moment and just run through anybody at the same time is is ridiculous. Um, I think in the MVP category, I don't know, just because his team's not winning. Offensive player of the year. Offensive mm. player of the year, I could definitely see 100%. But You're shaking your head, Puggy. I think it's harder for them to win it, honestly. It's like they have to have some drastic stats to get that. And I mean, like, drastic. Well, he's, well, he's working on it right now. That's for he's sure. working on it, but then he's you look. Three, at, he has three weeks of three touchdowns. How is Yeah, that? I get that. But that's then you ridiculous. look at the stats of, like, Lamar as a quarterback, and, like, you argue that. But, but so, that's expected. No, I agree. But a quarterback's yeah. expected. That's why. That's the problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, he needs to, like, keep this up consistently throughout the whole season, but I don't think he will. Are we talking about MVP or offensive player of the year? Both. Honestly, the thing I don't like about offense. Well, I don't think he's going to win MVP. MVP. Yeah, just oh, he definitely of won't. His team, because of his team's just because of his team's record, I don't think he's going to win MVP. Yeah, when you, when when you're voting for the MVP, you got to take into account did did this team or did this player put the team in position to win, and that's where he Kyler Murray, ha- Dak, and exactly, yeah. Lamar fall he, right now. And he, he definitely has. Josh Allen's yeah. a baller. Yeah. I mean, that last the game last night or on Monday probably set him back a bit, but I'd say he's probably he's he's up there if he can fall out more. But the you thing saying- that I think the thing that I se- think separates Kyler, Lamar, and Dak right now is their ability to face adversity within a game and then come out on the other side on top. Yeah. 
whereas Josh Allen's faced adversity and he's folded against the Steelers and against granted, I don't know, maybe they should have probably kicked the field goal, but he did not beat the Bills. Um so that's what I think separates them from that separates yeah. them from Allen. Uh look, because Lamar's definitely faced adversity. I mean he came back in multiple games. So. Yeah, no, he's putting together he's putting together that year that all the Lamar Lamar haters saying that he couldn't do. Awesome. I mean, it's it's early. It's early. He could still falter, but as of right now, he's he's balling out. Yeah. What about your guys' locks? Yeah, awesome. What about you, man? What do you uh what are you locking in? My locks? Um I like the Ravens this week. You like the Ravens. I like the Ravens at home. I think oh, he's shaking Bengals. his head again. He's a, you, you, me and the Broncos and you and the Bengals, probably. It's like <laughs> our chase, bro. He's tough. I agree. It's like mm. I just think, awesome. I night. just think the Ravens are just a lock this week at home against the Bengals. I don't know. Coming off a big dub this past week, and I I just like the Ravens. Just red hot. And then I guess my second lock would be the Chiefs. I think they need to get back into the division. And uh, on the road in Tennessee is a, a short week for Tennessee. I think that's a great, great game for Kansas City to cut, get back into the division. And it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion, too. I think Derrick Henry will go off, I think. Should, with Tannehill, how poor that yeah. Chiefs defense is. I think Tannehill will rip part of the Chiefs defense. And I think Mahomes is just going to be Mahomes. So, I think, you know – I'm thinking like 30 points for both teams there easily. And I guess my last lock would, I guess would be the Patriots home against the Jets. And I don't even need to talk about the Jets because it's, I don't know what they're drafting because their quarterback's trash. I don't like him. Sorry. Me either. No, I don't either. Horrible. Neither do I. So we're all in agreement on something. Good for us. Those are my three. Buddy, what about you, my man? All right, it pains me to say this, but I got the Panthers as a lock against the Giants. Giants just are getting hit by the injury bug way too hard right now to the point I can't even factor them winning at all. After that, I'm actually going to agree with Austin. the question? Oh, come on now. Um, after that, I'm going to agree with Austin. I think the Patriots do beat the Jets. I have that on the lock. I mean, C.J. Mosley apparently is going to be out for the Jets now, so that's a big loss on their defensive oh. end, and I think that was their only saving grace for that team. And then, honestly, my last lock, I'm going to have to agree with Dante. I mean, this is easy. Arizona over Houston. I mean, can't really. Can't really see Houston's going to win. Yeah. They, 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 I see them being the Jags of last year where they win their first game and lose the rest. Yeah. And then get that one more. Well, close. Maybe they might go more. One more. Where? They don't play the Lions. <laughs> so, I don't I mean, I guess they could play Jacksonville again. They're, they are. Horrible. They do play the Jets too. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now. This weekend, there's going to be a big upset. Oh, I know what that upset's going to be. Don't worry. Don't anyway, know. so before we get into the upsets, let me hit you guys with my locks. So you know, we were talking about this week and how they were boring picks. And honestly, for the first two, I'm it. it they're going to be boring. I'm also taking the Cardinals over the Texans because I just don't see a world in which. The Cardinals lose to the Texans. I they're just far superior, and then they're clicking on all cylinders, like D said. And I just don't see unless one unless like Kyler goes down, I don't see how they lose that game. And then Rams over Lions. Uh, it's painful. 
it's painful. I don't understand how this isn't a primetime game, by the way. Like, even just Jared Goff coming back to L.A. Like, I don't know how the Lions didn't get this as their one primetime game of the year over, you know, instead of, like, the Packers-Lions Monday night game two weeks ago anyways. But, so, my last lock of the week is I'm taking the Broncos over the Browns. And just and like this, that, this podcast is over. Thanks no, for no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the Broncos over the Browns in my lock of the week. That Browns offense is hurt bad. Baker's out. Their first two running backs, Hunt and Chubb, are out. Odell's, what, questionable or is he out? I think he's questionable at the moment. Questionable. Landry's questionable. Half the row line's out. I mean, the Broncos are hit with the injury bugs too, but I think on paper with the rosters that they are heading into Thursday night with, I think the Broncos are better. If the Broncos cannot beat the Browns this week, I am out on them. Because they've been out of them in week one, just saying. They beat the what do you mean, bro? The Giants aren't good. You said they were gonna win that game. You said the Giants are gonna yeah, win I had that to. game. Being a fan, I had to say it. You just locked in the Panthers against the Giants this week. Yeah, and I, because I had justification, they have injuries. Okay, well, I'm I'm just saying the both teams are hit with the injury bug right now, and they're looking they're looking rough right now. And I think whoever loses this game is going to be in rough shape moving forward. That's why I think if the Broncos lose this game, I'm out on them because Teddy Bridgewater has got to step it up, and I'm you know he's got to play at a higher uh, level, and and I don't know if he can at this point with the pieces uh, around him. As if he was never that great. But on it, but I never said like he was great. I just said he needed to play to the people around him you just need to be average but the the team's falling apart they're both their middle linebackers are done darby's out fuller's dropping a load the teams they beat have a combined record of three and twelve yeah i know but what are you gonna do you told me last year you got to beat the team you're scheduled to play i mean that's what they did i mean yeah and the steelers if you're referring to the Steelers, they played the Titans, they played the Ravens, they beat, played the Browns. Yeah. They played no, the – okay. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, that's all. I'm just saying I think that Browns defense is going to shock us a lot more come that game. Well, we'll find out. So, that that's my – like I said, if the Broncos don't win this game, I'm completely out on them because I don't – even though they're hitting the injury bugs, Cleveland's injury bugs Cleveland's is just worse. as bad. Yeah, it's 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 bad right now. So they, they should beat this team right now because the the Broncos have decent pieces to work with right now, and if they can't do it against this just beat down Browns team on a short week, I I don't see them. Bridgewater might be out. Yeah, Bridgewater has a foot injury. Yeah, oh yeah, if, well that that could hurt too, man. Drew Lock, baby, Drew Lock time. But yeah, so that, that is that's my last lock of the week. I'm going risky. So I'll start the upsets. So my upset of the week, I like the Colts over the Niners. Carson Wentz is the number one pro football focused quarterback right now, believe it or not. Seems to be clicking. His weapons are doing pretty well. Jonathan Taylor is finally picking it up. He's playing well. Quinton Nelson is returning. That's huge. And the defense, I think they just need to play okay against Jimmy G. I, I, Jimmy G doesn't really scare me. As much as like Trey Lance would, but that's just me. So I'm going with the Colts over the Niners on my upset of the week. Dante, what about you? Who's your upset? Um, I'd probably say Eagles over Raiders. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good, that's one. That's a good one. I could get behind I, that. I hate Eagles, but yeah, I like that pick a lot. Absolutely, hammer it. Yeah, I don't think the. 
Like the Raiders are good, um, but I think they're still just inconsistent. They go as Derek Carr goes, and Derek Carr is very inconsistent. Mm. And I think the Birds, I mean, mm. they definitely have potential, but yes. I mean, Jalen Hurts needs to play a lot better, and hopefully that he can get his feet under him this this week and uh, help that defense out a little bit. They need a little, they need um, some better play calling too. It's yeah, a do absolutely. or die game for them, to be honest. Exactly. They yeah, need to get back in that division. They need to get back in that division. My opinion. Yeah, so that's that's mine. What about you, Austin? Uh, yeah, I was gonna go with the Eagles. I like that pick, but uh, apparently the Dolphins are a slight underdog, and I like them at home. Slight underdog. I mean, it's a little slight underdog. I was gonna go with the Eagles as well, but I'll change something up. I'll go with Dolphins at home. You know, Falcons defense not good. Two was back, second game back. Who knows for how much longer? That's true. What do you mean? I heard you might be rumors of Deshaun Watson to Miami. I heard Watson. that was fake. Yeah, that ain't that ain't gonna happen. Either way, I still think it's ridiculous. That's this. even a thought. Watson's not playing this this year. Yeah, he wouldn't play anyway. That's why I don't get like why would that why would they trade like two of there has to be a clause certainly. Yeah, there had to be. be. Yeah, I wouldn't trade for Watson, and if there wasn't a clause for those mm-hmm. picks, you trade two or the Houston. What are you going to do? You're not going to get them back. But the picks, there should be a clause on them. Yeah. I would not be surprised though if the Bears did beat the Buccaneers, just because the Bears' defense is really good, and Buccaneers' defense is not showing up. The Buccaneers' defense isn't blowing me away, but I would rather have Tom Brady against the Bears' defense. Don't forget a rookie at quarterback. Yeah, and then true. He's got to get past the front seven, and that's gonna. I mean, my good. The Browns ate them alive, and their 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 pass rush is good, but their linebacking core might be the worst in the league, next to like the Lions. Even though the Lions are probably the worst in the league everywhere, except for probably tight end play. But, Who knows? The Lions might win this week too. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think if the Lions so, have any chance of winning. Not a pipe, pipe. <laughs> yeah. I think if the Lions have any chance of winning this like, a game, I think it could come against Philly in two weeks or Thanksgiving. If they win this week, what are you going to do on Sunday? I don't All right, know. Good Probably nothing. <laughs> I don't really expect much of them. I'm just like I said, I'm looking forward to March. You know, I'm on the March in April. You're going to win this week. He's dude. on to 2022. I am. I am. I'm, I'm checked out. It's just like every other season, ready checked out. Oh yeah, well, I think I was invested in the Lions. The eight and eight season, man. Nah, probably. I don't even know. <laughs> I was invested in the first year of Patricia until they lost to the Jets, and I was uninvested right after. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's why I'm more invested in the off season than I am the regular season. When is the last time they had a positive record? Twenty sixteen. Nineteen ninety. They were, <laughs> no, they were nine and seven in 2016. Wow. They were. Then they were eight and eight in 2017, and they were horrible the last three years. They made playoffs. Yeah, they then they lost to the Seahawks. Oof. Hey, at least you don't have a meme. That's the reason why you guys are not winning. Yeah, it's that's rough. A boat picture, dude. <laughs> Anyways, Puggy, on to your upset of the week. Then we'll move on to the Knicks losing. The Knicks winning, but um, got the Bengals, baby. That Bengals train, dude. I'm I'm riding it high. I love the Bengals this year. I'm big Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase fan. 
I think the Ravens had to finally lose. I think they're riding this hot hand for a little bit too long. So I think honestly the Bengals pull, pull the upset. I mean, they played really well against the Packers. Everyone thought, including you and Austin, thought the Packers would beat the Bengals easily. They went they to OT with them. One to win. Yeah, one to win, but they show they have fight. So Man, you're not wrong. I'm saying Bengals over the Ravens as an upset. Calling it. Mm. Good for Steve, you, man. Steve, you got that face. You want to put that bet down again from last week? You owe me dinner if they win? How about a handshake? How about a high five? It makes you. Even I'll do a high five. I'll right, do deal. a high five, man. I'll, I'll do two high fives. All right, deal. For, I'll take the Ravens. Anyways, on to basketball. So, do we want to talk about the games that happened already? Like the, the, the opening yeah, night games? Or do we want to talk about our, our teams pretty much? What we expect for them? Talk about everything, man. Oh well, yeah, well, what first? What do you guys want to do let's first? Let's talk about last night, all right? All right, I'll talk about last night. So let's start with uh, the Nets and the Bucks. The Bucks look like the real thing still. The oh, Bucks look like the real deal. Do you think the Nets miss Kyrie? Yes. I think it was just a bad game for them. No, I think they miss Kyrie. It was just a bad game. I, I agree with Dante. I think it was just a bad Dude, game. Dude, it's game one. It yeah. doesn't matter. 82. We, we can... Bucks- of course, the Bucks are gonna come out all juiced up. They just won the championship. They're soft. They're posers. There was a Mickey Mouse ring. Like they're not. They. It was ridiculous. Like, what makes that a Mickey Mouse ring? Because everybody was hurt. You know like that. that whose fault's that? KD almost beat them on one leg. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. KD almost beat them with a one leg. James Harden. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, so terrible. I guess. I mean, uh, so- I don't think no Kyrie. They're definitely not miss Kyrie. I mean, it definitely. Um, the whole point of the big three was supposed to all play together, obviously, and their roster is built around having three superstars rather than just two and no role players. So, I mean, that may end up hurting them, but also KD and James Harden are. Two top five, two top five, two top seven players in the league. I'd say top five is fair. So, I don't know. I feel like it's just one bad game. I mean, it wasn't. That's that's where I'm at. I think it was one bad game. I, I do like the Bucks, though. I'm not going to say – I'm not going to discredit the Bucks. I still think as long as they're healthy, they they have a chance to, to go all the way. But the Nets, I think even without Kyrie, are still a threat because of Harden and Duran, how lethal they are. Don't get me wrong, I see, I see what you're saying, but the NBA right now is kind of like a trio team league. So not having Kyrie's going to hurt them down the stretch because think about it, like the whole defensive aspects of everything. You double team KD, I, I'm willing to let Harden take a, like, like a semi-contested shot from a role player. If you have Kyrie on that team, you can't double team anyone. You literally have to play one-on-one defense when it comes to those guys. I mean, that's so why double team – when you still have Harden and Durant. But if you just have two, I mean, think about it. The Bucks have three players, like three key players, Drew Holiday, Milton, Giannis, obviously. Three against two, obviously. You take the odds. Three against two. They're going to miss is, Kyrie is, a lot. Is Holiday really going to blow you away to the point where yes. – like, because He was one of the oh, reasons why away. they won the finals. I mean, I mean yeah, defense. but he – Oh, yeah, I know his defense was good, but, like, offensively, he wasn't – Yeah, but defense creates your offense. Defense creates your offense. I'll take I'll take a game where he has ten steals, luckily, and have everyone else deal with the offense. 
the Bucks still don't have Dante DiVincenzo. Keep that in mind too. So they they honestly don't need the offense out of him. Well, awesome. What are your what are your thoughts? I like Golden State this year. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. I like Golden State. All right. Well, on to the, the Warriors and Lakers game. You like Golden State? I think they're a real deal. Clay Thompson coming back? Hell yeah. I think, I, I think, they, I think they're going to be the main threats for the Lakers. Yeah. And, and I don't because even think the Lakers are going to be that good this year, in my opinion. This, I agree with this awesome team, that. This team looks a lot better than it did mm-hmm. last year. There's better role players a lot around Curry this year. And Curry didn't have that great of a game, and they still won. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, what? He, what? he said he didn't have that good of a yeah, game. Yeah, he said he didn't have a good game to himself. He hasn't had a triple double since 2016. That's a good stat line for a point guard. I mean, yeah, it's not, a good stat when you're not line, Westbrook, but... that is. Yeah, well, Westbrook, here, here's the thing with Westbrook. Those are the kind of games you're going to get out of him. And I, I wonder if the Lakers can go all the way with Westbrook playing – the way that he usually does can, can this change? Yeah. But he seems like pressed all the time to, to be like the guy and he doesn't have to be the guy. In fact, he shouldn't be the guy on the Lakers, but he's going to play and act like he's the guy in the Lakers. And I think that could hurt them down the road, but like Dante said, it's only game one. So there's plenty of growing pains that they'll have to get through and we'll, we'll have a better answer moving forward. But you know what who looked really good from that game last night, though? Jordan Poole for the yeah. Warriors. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now. Hot take most improved player of the year. No, I got I got a different most improved One player, game. But... I, I, I was high on him since last year. Jordan Poole is actually the real deal. He's a loser. Just because he went to Michigan does not make him a loser. That's exactly why he's a loser. Dante, what, what are your takeaways? What's your takeaway from this game? Um, I think just – they're just going to have to learn to play with each other. I mean, Bron had to do it in Miami. Bron had to do it in Cleveland. And now, especially the kind of player that Westbrook is, obviously – sorry, Westbrook. Um, Westbrook is, like, they need to have more floor spacing, which I don't know. I agree. Like, I don't know how it's going to work because Bron needs floor spacing as well uh, to do what he does best. Um, I'm interested to see what kind of lineup combinations Vogel can come up with. But I do think the lineup I, – I, everybody's saying they're old, and, I mean, they are, but I feel like that's only going to help them down the line with experience. Yeah, I don't as think that they matters healthy, much. Yeah. As long as – that's really the only thing that will come down to. And also, it depends on AD staying healthy. And, like, they, they force-fed him the ball last night, and he did what he does, you know. He dropped 33 points, obviously. Then James dropped 34. And they just really liked that production from their other players, Um, which, you know, like I said, I mean, Kent Bazemore shot two for eight from three. I mean, Melo played decent. Uh, Rondo, I mean, he's not going to get you points. I just think they need to work on playing together and learning what everybody does best so that they can, you know, figure it out. It's only game one. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty Long sure the Heat lost their first game with, with LeBron on it. So, yeah, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not too worried. All righty. So on to let's talk about like our our favorite teams and our expectations for our our teams. So, Puggy, you're over here. You're talking about the Knicks as like this mega improved team, and I, they I, I think are. they're 
I think they are, but you're you're talking like they're going to be right. like everyone's championship expecting, caliber. No, they're something. not championship caliber. Everyone's expecting under 42 wins. This team is literally going to get over 42. Mark my word. 43. No, they'll get 45. That, who was that guy that did well all season and then just disappeared in the playoffs last year? Who was that? Julius Randle. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I'm, I'm not expecting them to do anything in the playoffs. I never said that. I'm expecting them to do stuff in the regular season. They're going to be better than Philadelphia. At this rate, yes, because Ben Simmons is literally a coward. Okay, well, even forget Ben Simmons. He's not going to play. So do you think the team without Ben Simmons yes. is going to be worse than the Knicks? Yes. Knicks are young. The Knicks are young. They just got – they've only improved. They haven't lost any key player from last season. They got no. Kemba Walker on a cheap deal. They got Evan Fournier. The only key, maybe key, you can say with quotation marks around that, Reggie Bullock. Mitchell Robinson's finally back. <laughs> Reggie Bullock. <laughs> hey, he's a lockdown. He's a lockdown yeah, sharpshooter, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Three and D. He's solid. But Kemba. Yeah, like the Knicks have only gotten better. They got rid of Alfred Payton, right? They made it to the playoffs last year with that bum being their point Kemba, guard. Kemba will be hurt. I take Kemba Walker being hurt over Alfred Payton any day. You got D Rose too again. They'll both be out. No, they won't. <laughs> Emmanuel quickly still better than Tyrese Maxey. I'll say that to the end of the day. Just need a shooting guard, in my opinion. Should make a move for Bradley Beal. Yeah, because get Bradley Beal out of Washington. That would be crazy. Still not enough though for the Knicks to do anything if they got Beal. Uh, I don't know about. Ah, they make a little noise, but they Randall noise has to not play like a bomb in the postseason. I, the problem with Randall last season, he tried to take on that whole shoot threes in the playoffs. Like that wasn't how he got oh, us to the playoffs last year. He was you, playing big man in the post. You get yeah, Beal. Stopped him. I mean, he's twenty. You get Beal on that team, you take the pressure off of him, and that team gets much better in, in a second. And I give up whatever picks you have to do to get it done because Beal's not getting any younger, and this team's not going anywhere without another star. But the problem is, at the same time, you have to think this team is still not going to do anything with a star because you still have Brooklyn and Milwaukee in your way. You put Bradley Beal oh. and some injury and some injury luck on your side. Yeah, injury luck. You're hoping for injury luck. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. I love it. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. But, but why trade for Beal when he's gonna become a free agent this summer? That's a problem. That's the one thing you can think about. Well, um, well, come on, man. New York's the place to be. They're 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 the kings uh, of New York. I've they I've, are. So I've been I mean, told still number one. People want to sign with them, except for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And look how far they all went. Those last other year. guys. Look how far they went. Exactly. For further than the Knicks. Still also further than the Sixers. Your point doesn't stand anywhere it's, right it's now. The same. It's they the both same went to the six. same couch. They all went to their couches right after their games. No one progressed. I guess. I mean, I guess. Besides, I mean, Trey Young has has a ownership stake in New York now, and and, and so Fargo does, Center, and, and so does Ben Simmons. And you know, <laughs> that's crazy. It's the thing that Ben Simmons has a stake in literally the entire Brooklyn franchise. Like New York, New York is black, my guy. It's black and white. You're dumb. You're literally dumb. No longer are it's black and white. <laughs> You're literally Trae dumb. Young has a stake in New York. He does. <laughs> He walks I in know. there. I, I love yeah. that series. That was a great series. It was. It was a great series. And like I said, like I said on the podcast when we first started this, like Trey being the villain that Trey Young is in New York is fantastic. It, he Trey Young on the Atlanta Hawks is what's going to put New York over the top over Brooklyn, and not not even an actual player on the team. It's going to be Trey Young, who's who's putting them over the top because that Christmas Day game is going to be fun. I'm excited to watch that. But. So the Sixers, 
are just skip it. They're garbage. No, no one has talked. Okay, they're not like garbage, but they're definitely going to take a step. They're not going to be the one seed this year. And anyone who's any Sixers fan who's telling you that they're going to be good are out of their mind. They'll be better than New York, but not they won't. They won't be good. They'll be the three seed, my opinion. I don't even think they'll be that five. I think they're five or six. I think they're six. I think they're six, maybe even seven, if Chicago's as good as advertised. Right Ooh, now, Chicago. The regular season oh, defense is still good. Who do you got in front of six? Who do I have in front? I have – so, I'll go through my one through eight. So, I got Nets. right now – I got the Nets one, Bucks two. Wow. I got Celtics three, Heat four, Hawks five, Sixers six, Knicks seven, Bulls eight. But I think the Bulls are hotter and better than advertised. They could easily hop both of those teams and hop to the six. But I think I think the Hawks are good. I think the Heat are the real deal. I think the Celtics are the real deal. I think the East in general is the real deal. Like you look East at is better than the West. I'm telling I you. I think right the now. yeah. I think the East might might have passed the West, not by much, but just a little bit because Kawhi's not gonna. The Clippers aren't gonna be that competitive this year. They'll be in it, but they're not gonna be like a legit team. Yeah, the Warriors are back. You got the Nuggets, the Suns, the Jazz, the Trailblazers are there too. But like, I don't think the Mavs are that. I don't think the Mavs are all that. Rockets aren't that. Spurs aren't that. Pelicans aren't that. Kings, dear lord, who knows what they are? I don't know what That's they as are. Bad as the Lions. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're, they're they're like the they are like the Lions of the uh, NBA. Of the NBA. Horrible drafting. Yeah, no, it, it's bad. You take Marvin Bagley, a top five pick, and don't even play him. Some some guy, I some guy to a trade proposal that they should the six should trade Simmons for Bagley, Heald, and like a first. Oh. That'd be pretty cool. I feel like that's the only package that would work because you got two teams with players who don't want to play for them, then and the, they don't want them either. Then the Sixers have three bigs. I no, yeah. I, I that there's the that's the problem. Then it's like you, you can you offload them. them. Yeah, yeah, you can trade. You can do a three way trade or something. You could do a three way. I don't know. I would take Buddy Heald, but he's not the one that wants out. But Luke Wallen's a loser. But that's another story. But sure is. But the Heat, man, Dante. What? What? How are you feeling about the Heat? They'll make the playoffs. I mean, they're not going to. They're not going to make any noise or anything. And I don't think. I think they can. I think they can make noise, especially if they make a move again. They're way overhyped, dude. I don't. They they need way more. If they got a Bradley Beal, that would put them way over the edge. Yeah, if they got Bradley Beal, then yeah, they would make. I should put them in making some noise. But a thirty, what Kyle Lowry's thirty-four at this point, and like he's he's going to give you. You know what he's going to give you defensively. Offensively, he's probably going to be a 14 and six guy, something like that. I mean, it's just, I think they got a little, I think he obviously he's an upgrade over Goron Dragic, but Hero did look good in the preseason, so he needs to come to play. But I don't yeah, think he does. He's gonna the, yeah, he's going to be like the next factor guy where if he doesn't play well, then it's like, eh, because he's supposed think, to be that guy, like to, to I, step up. Yeah. I think, and I think that the still the lack of height at center is gonna as good as Bam is. Um, well, I got, got a question for you then. He got embarrassed in the Bucks series last year, and against the Lakers in the championship, um, they just exposed the Heat in that in that regard. Uh, so I mean, they'll probably they'll make the playoffs. I agree with Steven with the fourth seed. I think you had him at that's a good spot. Yeah. Um, will they make a run? They might win one series. I don't see him going to the so, or anything. In my little hypoth- hypothetical world, they, they play the Hawks. I think they could beat the Hawks. Uh, yeah, I think they could beat the Hawks. I think they could, too. I think it would be a good series. 
But then they would I have think, to run into Brooklyn or Milwaukee, who I don't think they could beat. They I do like the could. Hawks, but I think that they need to prove it more than one year. Mm-hmm. They did get very hot, and that's what I fear was – that's all it was. So I do think that they can beat them, though. Mm-hmm. So let me, so you said they need height. So let me throw out a hypothetical for you. DeAndre Aiden is, is, uh, is unhappy in Phoenix. He's not being paid. Would you make a move for Aiden? Then have Bam play power forward, or send or send him over to Phoenix if you want. What what would what what are your would you like Ain? Like, do you think that'd be a reasonable move? From what I've seen, no. You don't. No, you don't want him. Aiden's good. He's not a generational talent. So, do you think Phoenix is right to not pay him? No, I would probably pay him if I okay. so. I don't think Aiden is good enough to. <laughs> blow up my whole team for. But well, who said you, also, up, you know, I don't think you have to blow up the whole team. Well, you have to give up – who are they going to give up? Bam, just Bam? Just one for one? No, I don't think you would do Bam. I think you would do maybe – I don't know. Who, who do you think would be willing to give up? Obviously, picks. Exa- but they would lose their – but they would lose their core pieces. They would yeah, have Tyler to. would probably have to go, honestly. Exactly. They it. would have to go. There goes a role player. Then you're stuck with just – DeAndre Ayton and, and Bam and, and like I said I don't I think Ayton's good enough to pay but I don't think he's good enough to trade for and give up other pieces for if that makes sense yeah I know I, I see what you mean because yeah. I mean it, it depends it, on the need of the team too exactly and it, it is hard to find a good center and he's definitely a good center top I would say top 10 center in the league for sure he's a great yeah. great he runs the runs the floor great he's great above the rim um he needs to develop a little bit more of a jump shot, but I mean, he, he's good around the rims. So I just feel like he's not there yet for me to like want to trade for him. But I mean, he definitely has value to the Phoenix Suns organization. Like he yeah. de- he de- they developed him well, and like he's a great player. But I mean, I I pay him if I were them. They're gonna cave in eventually. Honestly, they kind of have to. Well, worst case I mean, scenario is he goes restricted free agency, and they match the sheet that they probably would have paid him anyway. Because that's Booker, what a team would offer. Is Booker on a max? I think he's he? three more years on his contract, so I don't think he's on. I a don't max. think he's eligible for a max yet. Yeah, I think he just got a yeah, contract I'd extension. That's all he had. I'd probably pay. I mean, you're not going to get. He's proved himself is, in this league, and to be a center that's proved himself in this league is hard. Exactly, and like at this point, where are you going to find someone as good as him? Get Holgram from Gonzaga right now is looking good. Say that. Yeah, he's like 110 pounds soaking wet. I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm. He's gonna be good. No, he's not, dude. He's 110 pounds. Joel he can put gonna... weight. Dude, the amount of people that have put on weight when they get drafted in the NBA, it's possible. He had like um, Zion. <laughs> oof, that's more than just know. putting on weight. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I got to see just, Chet, Chet play because what I, I mean, I've seen him dominate high schoolers, but that's great. I still think he's way too skinny. Seven two though. I mean, I would take the risk on him. That's a project to work on, but I mean, seven two and someone that could shoot. The whole world's about shooting nowadays. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you gotta buy into it. But he's also a defensive liability. Yeah, which is also it's like number two on the needs of an NBA player. You're telling me right now, Aiden, Joel. AD would just not eat him up. Oh, they would, but I think with time in college, he's going to build muscle and like gain weight. I hope so. 
They'd be better. <laughs> You're not a Gonzaga for nothing. They're going to probably put you on some type of nutrition diet. Well, not really a diet for him in essence, but. Mm. So we hope, right? I mean, I mean, you would, you, you think that, right. But then you look at like Zion, the Pelicans, all of a sudden he's like 30 pounds heavier and the Pelican staff's like, what the heck is this? That whole organization is a, a dumpster fire right now. All well, right? They are. They're, they're a joke, but. I want to talk about a joke. That's a joke. Honestly, I think they're more of a Lions than the freaking Kings are. At least the Kings have. Yeah, because the Kings, as stupid as it sounds, they do have a title. Yeah, but from fifty-one, but against them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, was that, was that the, like the next last uh, Knicks of Finals appearance ever? No, no, no. Was it nineteen thirty twenty? No, seventeen hundreds? No. I just memory is foggy, but you know. Yeah, I'll let you appreciate this because this is the only sport you actually support a team that's half decent. Half decent. Half decent. Hey, I'll have you know when I follow hockey. No one cares. When I, when I, when I care, when I care fan, about dude. when I care about hockey for the five days of the year, the Red Wings are a good team and a good franchise. Also, why are you shaking your head? On to the next team, Austin. You're Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Nah, I'm a, you, you, you're is a genuine. I'm a Golden word. State fan this year. Oh, okay, okay. He's he's he's, he's traded. I traded. I'm up on that. What happened to being a Knicks fan? I thought you were a Knicks fan. I am a Knicks fan. I'm a big okay. Knicks fan. I like Knicks. Fan. <laughs> I'm a big basketball fan. Actually, I'm not really big into basketball, but I like. You Knicks. just appreciate the sport. I do. I like. I like Knicks this year. I like Golden State this year. I like the Bulls this year. Bulls. I like the Heat this year. Bulls are losing the Pistons right now as we speak, but uh, it's half times. Okay. Yeah. Celtics losing beating the Knicks too, by the way, in case you're oh, wondering. It's only quarter two. Relax yourself. Uh Celtics are gonna be nice. I think okay. so, I think they get hit by the injury bug. They, so, they always do every they, year. They just they just have that last year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna every go. year they always do that. Okay. So let's let's talk should we just, just for the heck of it, let's talk about like our MVPs who we think we could be our favorite for MVP personally. Mine. Is you're Dante? You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this, Dante. But I'm going with Jason Tatum. I, th- I think he's finally surpassed Robert Covington, but I think he's finally passed him. What about Coach Kufos? Coach Kufos? I don't know if he's passed Coach Kufos yet, but I think uh, Jason Tatum's finally surpassed Robert Covington. So I, I think, I well, think. Thank Jason God he should have did that like three years ago, four <laughs> years ago. But um. I, I, Jason, I think Jason Tatum. This is his. I think this is his breakout year. I think he's going to do it in a big way. MVP, I'm big, yes, sir. My most improved player. No, no one asked, but I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to say Dejounte Murray. But Dante, what about really? you for MVP? Yeah, well, yeah. You don't, you don't like Dejounte Murray? He's gotten better. His offensive efficiency has gotten better every single year he's in the league, and he's an all defensive team guy. He can know. be an all defensive team guy. What about the guy that uh, probably? Pointed out earlier, Jordan Poole. Oh my lord! Jordan yeah, Poole. come on now. Jordan Poole. Jerry Jackson could be another one too. The difference between Jordan Poole and Dejounte Murray is that Dejounte Murray, like, kind of has always made a name for himself in a way. Mm. Jordan Poole was kind of like a nobody to last year. But I think Murray's going to take a big step, like offensively, because Jordan there's Poole no has more to take DeRozan. A bigger step. He's filling in Clay Thompson's shoes for quite a while. Yeah, but Clay Thompson's coming back. Murray's going to be Murray honestly, all I think, year. I think they move Clay to the three, which he can play, honestly. Okay, that's fine. I'm telling you. For anyone listening to this podcast, just make sure that Stephen Sokol has the 
coldest takes on this podcast. What are you talking about? We should make bro? a Twitter page. What? Steven Sacco, cold takes. I'm sure it'll gain a lot of followers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Jalen right. Brown's lighting up the Knicks by, by MVP. Yeah, who's your MVP, Dante? Luca. Luca, yeah, really? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's just – I feel like it's just – I mean, he puts up numbers, of mm. course. Uh, I think that the whole team this year, they'll be better. Mm. So, I think he's just going to – I'm glad you off. think that. I'm not, I'm not too high on the Mavs. I mean, my, my MVP every, every year is LeBron, but he can't win it every year, so. Awesome. What about you, man? MVP? I have two. You have I two? Can, okay. There's going to be a tie. I can think of two. He's th- he's no, there's not going to be a tie, but I think of two people. Steph Curry, because Klay Thompson's coming back, and it's just going to help him improve as a player and just absolutely go back to – 16, 17, 2017, or what was it? 2015 and 16. 2016, yeah. And Katie. That's a good one. I like Katie. I don't like Giannis. Buddy, what about you, my man? I can see your Jason Tatum pick. Honestly, that's that's who I want to say. But actually, I'm going to go a little, like, throw a curveball right now. Anthony Davis. I've said it for the past two years. I think Anthony Davis has been in a pole position to finally win MVP. And I, if he stays healthy this year, I'm gonna say that's so, a big. We want to talk about injury bugs. This dude's guaranteed yeah. for one. That, yeah. that's a big if. If he, he stays healthy, that's my pick. But if he doesn't, then saying he's gonna strain his eyebrow or something. <laughs> but if his he stays eyebrow. healthy, I have. Yeah. If he stays healthy. I have Anthony Davis. But if not, then it's Tatum. I, I I can see Tatum. That's a fair pick, but. We'll see. I'm I'm high. I'm high on the Celtics. I'm high on the Heat. So it'll be it'll be oh. interesting to see this year. But so moving on to our last subject, we're gonna t- touch on this briefly. Austin, my man, it's baseball season, and I'm not happy because the Astros are taking to the Red Sox right now. Top nine. Yeah, it's looking like the Astros are gonna take it. And yeah. three now, two. Atlanta's, yeah, I mean, Boston can win two games in a row. I think they have it in them. But Braves are up 2-1. I said the Braves are going to win it all. Let's go, Braves. They look like they could. But that loss last night was crushing, and that could definitely throw a wrench in the plans. Because, I mean, they started 2-0 last year, lost game three, won game four, and then they lost the last three. So, will history repeat itself? I mean, they have home field this time. So, I think if they could take one more game in L.A., I don't think it's going to be this one because it's a bullpen game, but I think they could take game five. I think, I think they could go on to win it all. They have, they, have it, they, have, they have it all, really. They have the hitting. They have the pitching. They have the bullpen. Hmm. I, I mean, so are the Dodgers, but, you know, I just think given what I've, what I've seen so far, I think they could be in a hole. That that they might not be able to climb out of because this is a neutral field like last year. They're going to go. They're going back to Atlanta for probably at least one game. So, yeah, I would think. Uh, so what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, you got Houston starting starting a win here. Get that series three to two. That's going to be hard for the Red Sox for that series to come back out. But disagree. We're coming. 
But <laughs> yeah, there's a big but though. You know, the Red Sox with this year and the way they face adversity and, you know, they climb back and they always try to find a way to win. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do come back out in game seven and find a way find a way to you know try to win that series uh i think they could do it i think they yeah, could do it for absolutely. sure and that, Who, who's that, gonna be pitching is it gonna be evoldi and rodriguez probably rodriguez just threw i thought um i thought he just threw. who went yesterday because i completely forgot houston what, what about houston dante oh, i don't know <laughs> um go atlanta baby that's what i'm saying I forget who, who threw yesterday. Who, who threw yesterday? Oh, Evoldi. Evoldi threw yesterday? Wait, how, oh, no, no. He oh, came out of the Pavetta. pen. Pavetta and Granky. Pavetta. Yeah. Nick Evoldi's Pavetta. Started, yeah, not a big Pavetta guy. Uh, he threw a game for his wife against Tampa. But Evoldi, I think, I think he pitched on. Rodriguez did game. Um, two, three. Three. Yeah. So Evoldi came Evoldi, out of the pen. Evoldi would pitch another one. Yeah, for sure. I think he would get six, and then Rodriguez would probably get seven. Yeah, and I don't like, I don't like Rodriguez in a game seven format. In my no, opinion. I don't either. But they might not need, yeah, to what they hit enough because that's that's pretty much what they've been doing. They've been hitting like crazy, yeah, except for today, yeah. But but going going on to the next series, Dodgers, Braves. Yeah, uh, Scherzer just pitched in game two, so he's gonna throw again. He'll uh, go again. Yeah, so probably um, six, I would think. Maybe even five. So how big is that if that does happen for the World Series then? If they what do, do you make mean? It? If the Dodgers do make the World Series, how big of a hit is that gonna be towards them? What Scherzer pitching in game six? Yeah. Well, assuming that they go to game six, I think and Scherzer wins it, then that means they would probably go game seven. They would get another day of rest. Three, at least. So that would mean Scherzer would game probably two. go like game two or three of the World Series, and then seven if necessary. Seven if now. So, so it's not that big of a hit then if that happens. Not really. So, no, they're in good position. They have guys as long as no one else gets hurt. Yeah, and Braves are the team like the Nationals back in 2017 or 19. 19. 19. Thank you. Um, so I mean that is like you know they're riding hot. They're playing well. But the game last night, like you said, could take a big hit into the series and can change the whole complexion of the momentum oh, yeah. shift, the whole yeah. momentum shift. Oh, yeah, because they're up 3-0, and I think Atlanta's Yeah, and the they're thinking, series. like, oh, my God, I just need to win one game. I mean, I'm not, not saying that they let up ease, but, you know, it, it does change a little bit different. And it's uh, Again, last night was a must-win for Dodgers. And, and they did it. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a again, great this, win. This is again. This is another must-win night game for the Dodgers tonight. Um, yeah, who's pitching for them? But I believe in the Dodgers again. The lineup. Oh, Urias is pitching. Yeah, I mean, I, I take Dodgers tonight. And then they get who? Who would go five? Uh, not Bueller because he went three. So who's? I'm forgetting someone. Obviously, who's the one that game pitched game one? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, me too. I can't remember. Uh, who won game one? Uh, let's find out. So, box right score three two. Box score. Um, the Gonsolin did he go? It's a bullpen game, was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah it was. 
Why can't Gonsolin go more than two innings? Soft. <laughs> oh, right there, Trash. that's why. We started Soft. World Series games last year. Brace just scored one nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Brace just scored. Ooh. Steven, go. you got me convinced, bud, to say that the Braves are winning it all. Yeah, you, all, you guys say I got the cold take. I, it could be a cold take. Yeah, I'm not going to. My take was cold. I said the Giants. That uh, that's not the cold take. I think is Kershaw coming. A lot back of the country. Now? No, I think he's no, he's done. No, they they got Scherzer, Urias, Bueller, and like a bullpen game. Pretty, they're pretty much on like a three four man rotation. But they can kind of get away with it because of the way the schedules are made. Oh, because Muncie and Kershaw do not need surgery. Yeah, but they're still out. I'm pretty sure Kershaw's not coming back. Yeah, it says it's, he's not looking too good. But I mean, if he does come back, I mean, I don't know. But I take, I take, I take Dodgers lineup compared to the Braves, especially. Yeah, when we'll, the we'll find out. They, they got they, the Dodgers got to take these three games at home, honestly, to think yeah. to, to have the real chance. And if they but, do, I mean, you can't. You're telling me Dodgers can't win one of two. I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so if the Braves do end up winning one in LA, I I think it's a good chance for it's a great chance for Braves to you know win. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be crazy going down the stretch. But all right, but I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the Cloud Zero Sports Podcast, and we are going to thank our sponsors here, Edwin the Barber. I finally went. Got that ETB experience, and I'll tell you what, you guys hyped it up, and it is it everything I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was You're great. looking fresh, Steve-O. Yes, sir, you just got your haircut, what, yesterday? I sure did. Yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate and, and, and Poe, you got yours like, ago. this weekend? Yeah, so look, look at us, man, looking fresh. Austin, you're next, man. You're the next person in line. You're going to get the ETB experience when you come back to A-Town, bud. You're going to get the ETB experience. I can, I can. Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sign yes, me up. sir. Yes, sir. And then we got, of course, we got Ranger 33 music on the SoundCloud. He provides the fresh beats for us. He is a great guy. Please go follow him. And for our YouTube channel, please like and subscribe. Yeah, we didn't put out anything last week. We were extremely busy with school and other stuff. But uh, we're looking to get back on the same track Thursday mornings. Looking forward to it. And we're so happy to be back. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Cloud Zero Sports Podcast. Have a good day, everyone.